0: Good day, everyone. My name is Andrew Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I like to discuss the topic budgeting, and specifically focusing on operational case study. I like to go through the competencies that you need to focus on when you're writing your exams. Technical skills takes the highest percentage of the total score and that is 64%. Your business skills is 16% of the total score. People skills 14% of the total score and leadership skills 6% of the total score. In the operational case study, your role is a finance officer and you're responsible for implementing the strategy. Remember the word implementing. Therefore, your focus is on the short term. You need to understand costs and cost accounting in order for you to start preparing budgets and to advise about short-term changes in products, volume and and prices. Putting budgets together for the business also requires an understanding of how the business is structured. You will need to communicate aspects of the budgets during both preparation and delivery to non-finance staff. This is where your business partnering skills need to be emphasised. I would like to jump straight into a question related to budgeting and this is a past paper question. This question is related to May 2017 variant 5 question 1 and the scenario is related to Ashworth Lee. Ashworth Lee joins the Ness Motor Company group. You receive an email from Gillian Ashworth, the finance director and She is talking to you about budgeting and integration of financial systems. In this question, she is saying the following. Please produce a report which I can discuss with divisional directors covering the following areas. An explanation of the concepts of responsibility accounting and controllability. And the second one is why a participatory budget approach would be more effective under a responsibility accounting system. In the area of responsibility accounting, we need to talk about budgetary control first. So you will write a little bit about what is budgetary control, that is comparing actual performance against the budgeted performance and taking corrective action where necessary. And you will also elaborate further about where it focuses on. For example, it focuses on cost for a department, business unit, product or a division. So the responsibility for the sales and costs will be allocated to an individual manager. And if there are any differences between actual and budgeted performances, then the manager needs to that is the manager responsible, needs to act either to revise the budget or to bring the cost under control. With this first introductory paragraph, you are demonstrating to the examiner your technical knowledge. Then you will go on to the next paragraphs describing how you can apply this technical knowledge to your pre-seen and the unseen material that you have received. Another section that you will need to talk about is if the responsibility accounting is to be effective, what needs to happen? So if manager's performance is to be evaluated only on the costs that are controllable, that is the best outcome that you can expect. Because if we include costs that are not controllable by the manager, this will lead to demotivating factors as the manager is not able to control these costs and he or she is expected to be measured on these items. You need to further elaborate In your answer, for the responsibility accounting to be effective, what needs to be there? One of the key factors is that the manager's performance will have to be evaluated only on the cost that they can control. You can implement the controllability principle by either eliminating the uncontrollable items from the areas which the manager is held responsible or by calculating their effects so that the report distinguishes between controllable and uncontrollable items. And then you can provide an example appropriate to the case study as well. Now you can link the responsibility accounting with that of an appropriate budget. In this case... The flexible budgeting system is the best one that is suitable for responsibility accounting because it takes into consideration changes in activities as well, as opposed to a fixed budget. There was another question, as you can remember, related to participatory budgeting. You can start off by writing what is participatory budgeting. It is a budgeting system where managers are involved in setting targets and also referred to as a bottom-up budget, whereas a non-participatory approach is referred to as a top-down budgeting system. And you can provide the benefits of this participatory budgeting system, like the managers are more likely to accept the targets because they are involved in setting it, they will be more motivated, unlike giving them a top-down budgeting target. If you found this podcast useful, please do subscribe to it as our goal here is to provide these sessions for free for everybody. I would now like to look at November 2017 variant 2, question 3. The first section of this question is looking at a comparison between flexible and fixed budgets. And I will read out The first part of this question. At the management meeting this morning, we discussed a report on last month's production of exotic fruit range. There was concern that the production costs were well above budget. I tried to explain the effect of activity changes on cost, but thought it would be useful to prepare a flexed budget. There is a further meeting tomorrow afternoon and as part of your training, I would like you to speak to them on this subject. So this is an email that you received from Init, the senior finance officer, and you're the finance officer. And the question is, please prepare working notes which provide a review of the figures in the attached tables and explain why there's a difference between the two sets of figures. Please also explain how a flexed budget is calculated and why it is better to use a flexed budget rather than a fixed budget to review performance. The examiner has provided two tables. In table 1, it gives you the fixed budget. And table 2 gives you the flexed budget and the production liters in the fixed budget is 29,500 and the actual is 38,000 whereas in table 2 the flex budget the production liters is 38,000 and the actual is also 38,000 so the main difference here as you know is your variable production cost will vary depending on the actual production litres, which is 38,000. Whereas in a fixed budget, it's stuck to that 29,500 production litres that it budgeted for. When you're writing this answer, you will talk about the fixed budget first and state what generally a fixed budget does. For example, A fixed budget takes no account of the actual activity. When the budget is constructed for a certain level of activity and that level is exceeded, the cost would naturally be higher, isn't it? Because they are variable, especially if I'm talking about the variable cost. And this is very different to a flexible budget where the managers can make more accurate comparisons by comparing costs that are expected to incur for the actual level of output with the costs that were actually incurred. One of the aspects that you need to then emphasize is the identification of variable cost, fixed cost, and semi-variable costs, because the It is very important for us to understand these cost components when we are preparing our budget. Budgeting is 25% of your P1 syllabus. Therefore, you can be assured this will be an area that will be tested by the examiner at the operational case study. So, what are the areas that you need to understand quite well? You need to be able to explain the purpose of budget including the planning communication coordination the motivational factors authorization control and evaluation of these and you saw this coming through in a question so what is a role of the budget you need to be able to explain that and the role of a budget within an organization and how it can affect the different stakeholders and you should also be able to explain the purpose of budget, advantages and the limitations of it as well. And as you saw, there are different types of budgets. And when preparing budget, you also use forecasting techniques. You need to be aware of those forecasting techniques and understand if the forecasts are based on predicted volumes or existing cost structures. You should also understand the different approaches used by flexible budgets, rolling budgets, or budgeting within limiting factors. Are you able to write about feedback and feedforward concepts implemented in the budgeting planning process? And also understand the definition and differences between controllable and uncontrollable cost. In terms of budgeting, we saw that in a question as well. And as you know, we have limiting factors and then we need to use what-if scenarios when you prepare budgeting. You should also be able to discuss the advantages and limitations when using sensitivity analyses like what-if scenarios for budget preparation. So if I look at this Topic of budgeting. You should know the purpose, the process, the approaches, what are the controls, the levels of budgeting and preparation. For example, cash budgets, functional and master budgets. What are the purposes of budgeting? You should be able to elaborate this to your non-finance managers. One is the planning aspect. The second one is authorization. Third, controlling aspects that it has. Fourth is a great communication tool. And the fifth is coordination between departments with this short session. I hope you understood the importance of the technical knowledge and the application of it. And definitely, budgeting is a topic that you will need to focus on for your exams. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew D'Alvis. Thank you.